Welcome back to GSMM. I know it's been a minute, but me and my sister Kim, we're back. Bring another episode back to you guys. We took a little time off, um, but we're really ready to roll back into it. <laughs> this is episode number 14, titled Moms Going Back to School. So like always, I'm going to start us off with a prayer and then we'll roll right into it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for another day, Lord God. Thank you for life and thank you for breath, Jesus. Thank you for allowing my sister and I to gather together today, Lord God. I ask that you let us speak from our hearts, Lord God. Let our words resonate with others out there that may be listening, Jesus. Help our stories be able to resonate with other individual stories, Lord God. I ask that you... Help those out there that need you, Lord God. Make yourself present in their life, Lord God. Those that are hurting, those that feel that they're in a dark place, Lord God, that need you, that are seeking you, Lord. I ask that you show up for them, Lord God, like you've shown up for us many a times, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We praise you, and we lift your name up on high. In your name I pray. Amen. Okay, Kate. Um, one of the reasons we went with this episode is because you are currently back in school. Mm-hmm. Lord help me. <laughs> yes. How is it going? Um, it's kicking my butt. <laughs> it's kicking my butt, but it's going good. Um, really, the most difficult part is trying to get back into the swing of things. Um, you know, getting into a routine with the kids, and you know, going back to work and um being back in school again I just started in September so you know it's it's been difficult um just being able to you know prioritize when to take time aside to get homework done or even if I do prioritize time you know unforeseen things just can happen out of anywhere you know completely warp my schedule so so it's it's fairly new you pretty new back in so you just still getting adjusted to just you know that new out and new demand of being in school yeah yeah I am yeah I am I'll say the most difficult part is probably <laughs> all the papers that you have to write because like the expectations from the professors like each could be different you know it's, it's very tedious so it's not like okay I'm just gonna log in and knock this homework out do this do this discussion question and write this paper real quick you have to actually take your time, you know, and go back to the text and make sure you're quoting whatever needs to be quoted and citing whatever needs to be cited. So, and peer review articles and all that crap. <laughs> it's tedious. It's a lot. <laughs> so, which program are you pursuing and what made you go back and to even pursue that? So, um, I am in the Master of Social Work program. Um, what made me go back to it, I'll honestly say... Well, what made me go back to school, I'll start with that. Um, honestly, it kind of just snuck up on me out of nowhere. I, I 
knew that I did always want to go back to school. And I, I've always had a passion for healthcare. Um, but I thought I wanted to do the clinical side of things, but um, I enjoyed the non-clinical side of healthcare. So I'm like, okay, what can I do to where I can, you know, have my hand in healthcare in some sort of way, you know, still making a difference in people people's lives. Um, but, you know, not exactly being a nurse or, you know, being in the, the nitty gritty of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I, like I said, was doing some research and a medical social worker came up. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm looking into what they do. Um, you know, they can work in hospice facilities and they can work in the emergency room department. Mm-hmm. Just all types of, you know, different opportunities. And not only that, you know, you have social workers that work in schools, social workers, you know, that work with, um, uh, like, you know, um, with foster kids, you know, social workers that are uh, working, you know, for um, as therapists, just all different types of opportunities are afforded to social workers. And I'm like, okay, I know I can definitely see myself doing something in any one of those, you know, um, career fields. So that's how I ended up there. Um, it, it just snuck up on me. I know around the time where I was returning back to work, I'm like, maybe I should go back to school too, you know? Um, and it, yeah, just ended up falling in love with that. Okay. I know you um mentioned mm-hmm. healthcare primarily, but it also sounds like you're kind of open to dabbling in all the different areas that are open to social work. Yes, that's the thing. I can see myself doing each and every, you know, last <laughs> last career that I just made. I can see myself doing a little bit of, of everything. So that's that's what really prompted me to go ahead and take that step, you know, and dive back into it. And I know this is not your first rodeo, you know, being a mom and going back to school. Mm-hmm. What would you say you will take from like finishing undergrad, being a mom that you that would help you this time around being in grad school, but now a mom or two? Um, prayer, prayer, prayer. You know, of course, that's number one. Um, I say all the time, you know, I made it through undergrad you know working full-time and raising Kate that was nothing but God you know that got me through that and I know there have been multiple times where I felt like I was about to break down and just you know I don't want to do this anymore um but you I just pray for the strength like God just give me the strength you know complete the program whatever you have for me if this is my path Lord I said you just you know give me the strength to complete it mm-hmm. um because it, it was very difficult. It's, it's di- definitely difficult now, times 10. But um, back then, it was difficult for me, too. Um, I would say having, like, a, a strong support system, um, that's key. You know, if you if the baby needs to go somewhere, you know, why you need to study, make sure you have that person that can help you. Um, and, you know, you got to have a why, like a, a why behind the what, you know, like why, why am I doing this? Like what, what, what am I going to get out of this? What do I want in the end? So I guess, you know, having that in the back of your head and it can be your driving and your, your motivating force to complete your program, you know, whatever it is that you're setting out to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know you talked about, you know, wanting to quit. And I remember specifically one time 
you was working at the post office while you was finishing school and you know the post office that's a good job and you was like i'm gonna just rock with this you know like, i'm done with school what what yeah. at that that particular time to keep going with school though Kimmy, I had so many moments like that. <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, what can I do that, you know, I can be financially secure yeah. and get out of school? Because I hated it. I hated it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was a lot. I've never been a person, you know, that's, that ever enjoyed. I've never enjoyed school, to be honest with you. You know, I got it done because I know that's what I needed to do. But I never really enjoyed it. So, um, I guess what kept me going back, I know once I started working with the people at the post office, um, I, they were nice. Everyone was nice. They loved me. I was good with what I was doing. I was young in there, you know, I'm putting the packages out and they liked me so much. They wanted to start training me on the mail. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> got trained on the mail and I delivered the mail for one day. Bro, I was turning around in one neighborhood for like three hours, bro. Like I was so confused. <laughs> I did um end up, you know, organizing my mail correctly. And I'm just like, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Not not the job is an honorable, like a great job. It's a great job. But I just knew I don't think this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So, um, I was still in school while I was at the post office, but I'm thinking like, maybe maybe I should just let school go, but I never did. I just still stuck with it. Like, okay, maybe something better, you know, can can come along. And um, yeah, I just I just just knew that it, it just wasn't for me, you know, long term. Yeah, so they both were hard. You had to just kind of pick which hard you wanted to do. I had to pick the hard, and I'm like, I'm thinking the hard I want to select <laughs> might not be me turning around in somebody's neighborhood till seven. I know them people was probably looking at me like, why is the male lady still in here at 7 p.m.? I mean, I kept turning around in the neighborhood. Like, it, it was a mess. But I know over time, you know, I'm sure I would have been able to get it, you know, with repetition and just, you know, being in being in the field for a minute, I know I would be able to get it. But I'm just like, nah, you know what I'm saying? This ain't it. This ain't it. So I just decided to stick with school. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I think something you said, knowing your why, though, mm -hmm. most important because it is so hard, man. It's so yeah. hard. You working, you know, you a caregiver, you taking care of your kids. You know, work is still priority because you still need to eat. You still need to make money. Of course, you got to take care of your kids. And at the end of the day, you're tired. You're exhausted. Mm -hmm. But you still got to open a book. You still need to study. You know, you still need to get these projects done. Yes. I think knowing, like, that end goal, that why has to be real strong to, like, keep pushing and keep showing up and doing it each day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say my why for undergrad was, like I said, you know, of course, Cade and being able to have, you know, some type of financial security for him. You know, even if I do get lo let go from a specific job or if I decide to resign, you know, having that degree just affords a lot more opportunities, just a lot more opportunities for me. So I went ahead and finished it and, you know, I, I did it for, for, for him. You know, I did it for myself too because 
I just wanted to complete what I started, you know, for myself. That's number one. But um, I did want to have that fa- financial security for Kate. But I would say my why now, mm-hmm. um, still my kids, you know, still my family, of course. Um, still, you know, more of a financial security. But also, I, I, I will un- be on to be completely honest and transparent. Yeah, I struggled for a good part of my life not knowing the purpose that God had for me you know I'm like what is it that I want to do you know if I get into a job if I don't like it I'm not gonna stick with the job you know some people are okay but like I I don't like this job but I'm gonna stay here you know what I'm saying I've never really really been that way I've always just tried to find what work what what I want to do you know what makes me happy what's my purpose and I know I just started to like I said stop stressing myself out about it stop being anxious about it and I just started asking God well you know saying to God whatever it is that you have for me I know it'll find me I'm not going to stress myself out to to you know find whatever it is that I'm looking for I knew knew that in God's timing it would find me mm-hmm. and just how you know it just kind of snuck up on me and hit me out of nowhere and once I actually started getting in my courses and I'm like okay I'm in I'm enjoying this Mm -hmm. um it's hard but I could definitely see myself doing this long term you know helping people me feeling happy with what I'm doing you know um so I would say my why now is really um shoot I guess fulfilling fulfilling my purpose you know getting getting it done um so yeah Yes. Yeah. I think it's interesting. We started talking about purpose. Do you think purpose is only tied to your career or your job? Nah, I think that we have like a spiritual purpose, you know, and I think we have like a spiritual duty. And I think we have an earthly purpose slash duty. So, you know, you may have your earthly job, you know, that helps you, you know, take care of your bills. Mm-hmm. But I do think that God has an, an assignment, a job for you that has to do with, you know, his 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 glory. You know, it has to do with whatever it is, your assignment is spiritually, you know, to help others spiritually. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's two different assignments. Okay. I think yeah. it can intersect, though. It can cross over sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think it, it can cross over to where, you know, your earthly job or your career can kind of fall in line to what you're, with your spiritual gifts. I think for some people, mm-hmm. it can coincide, you know, or what your spiritual gift can, you know, um, you know, help you make money in the world, help you make money in the earth. You know, a lot of people using the word in the marketplace right now. Yeah, I, I definitely think it can. And then I know we were talking you know, I'm a therapist, and some of my clients ask me, can you pray with me? And I pray you know. Yeah. So I think it can kind of cross over sometimes. I agree. I agree. And, you know, I feel like when you are in those situations where they do cross over, that's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Like to where you can incorporate your spirit into what provides like a financial return <laughs> that that's amazing yeah um but I'm not the only one that has had to juggle being a mom and a wife and an employee while in school Kimmy you've 
does the same thing, if not more, you know, you were pregnant yeah. while in your um, program. So can you speak to how difficult that was for you? Yeah, it was it was hard, KK. Like I'm, I really feel like I'm still processing it. <laughs> yeah, with you, I think like when you go through it, like I just I did it, and I know it was God that got me through it. But um, it was so much sacrifice, man, and I it took it took a lot out of me to to do that, and I feel like I'm still recovering from that. It was it was hard. It was hard, and I I really just thank God for keeping me through that you know definitely had those days where it's like man what am I doing can I even do this man like why am I even trying to do this yeah but you know like you mentioned that why you know looking at that big picture of why I even started this in the first place you know I felt propelled to do this kind of work and you know I want to provide a good life for my family a good life for myself and so just doing the best I can, like whatever potential God placed in me, I just want to do the best with what he's given me, you know, and just praying that he do the rest. He fill in them spaces where I'm lacking, which he has, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, knowing that why has been the biggest part. That's what's kept, kept me going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you say? Well, who was your biggest, support system or what support system did you utilize to get you through your program I mean really my whole family Mm -hmm. mama AJ my whole family everybody you know um my husband of course and then at the same time Torian was in school too we were in school at the same time so that was hard on both of us, but, um, my family and then like having a classmate, you know, my classmate, Brianna, you know, having like one person to kind of go through that process with you and you guys kind of feed off each other, you know, you struggle together, you get through together. That, that has helped too, just having a partner, you know, or a friend to do it, to do it with and just relying on my family, on my husband. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's been plenty of times where I've had those moments where, you know, I'm like, I can't do this. This is too much. You know, I just want to throw in the towel. Have you ever had a moment like that? And if you have, how did you get out of the moment and how did you keep going? (laughs) So I've had moments where I'm like, I'm not doing this no more. Like, God, if you want me to keep doing this, you better tell me. You better send a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I can't do this no more. Yeah. And I may have a session with somebody, and they'll be like, man, just thank you so much. Thank you. If you ever wonder if, you know, you're supposed to be doing this, you are. And I'd be like, man. And that is so don't, gratifying. You just don't know, man. Yeah. And so, but it's so gratifying. Yeah, so sometimes taking it, I know people say you're not supposed to do that, but sometimes just day to day, you know, I'm going to show up today and do the best I have, and Holy Spirit, help me. You will have to show up for me and help me. Yeah. You know, and getting that confirmation along the way. How did you juggle being a mom and a wife throughout that time, though? Ooh, Kanye, some of it's still a blur. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say a lot of grace from Torian too. 
you know, a lot of grace from him, you know, um, with him just allowing me to pursue that, you know, making those sacrifices with me, you know, um, it was, it was hard. It was hard just, and just doing the best that I can, doing the best I can. Yeah. But you did it though. Yeah. You did it. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. I know, um, I'll say right now, I, I believe, you know, I share with you outside of the podcast, how I feel like, you know, my self-care has just dwindled. <laughs> like, it's just been thrown out the window. Um, how was your self-care during the time? Like, were you able to prioritize yourself? I know I've been, I've neglected myself, you know, trying to carry the many roles that I carry. I haven't been able to put time aside to myself. Have you been able, how did you navigate that during that time? Were you able to prioritize self-care? honestly going through it kk no not like i should have been doing no mm -hmm. and i know you mentioned like um even health wise not getting enough sleep you know um not improperly putting on weight all that happened you know so not in a way that i should have been doing and do i feel like i'm getting a little bit better now yes but going through it man no i wish i could have or i would have been able to figure that out but i didn't yeah what tips would you give me or um anyone that's in the same situation what tips would you give to anyone who's needing to prioritize self-care a bit more but aren't sure how to fit that into their schedule mm -hmm. being strategic with your schedule you know like how you may schedule time to go on a vacation, like schedule PTO just for a self-care day for yourself. Like, you know, whatever cycle or routine you can get in, if that's every quarter, every three months, if that's every four weeks, like schedule some time for yourself. Like even if you have to schedule your nap on Wednesday from 2 to 3.30, I'm taking a nap or from this time, I'm going to go get a massage. I'm going to go get my nails done while the kids are in school, while they're in daycare. But just being strategic and prioritizing, taking the time for yourself, man. I wish I yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, Self-care is very important. Um, You know, you can't always just run on E. You'll burn out. You know what I'm saying? You got to do something for yourself, you know, to make yourself happy in some sort of way, even if it's as small as, I know we talked about, you know, just sitting in the car and journaling, mm -hmm. you know, um, taking a walk, getting some fresh air. You have to take that time for yourself. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> self-care can look different. Like I told you now, self-care for me may look like painting and watching, you know, a TV show. Yeah. Oh, if, if I can't get to a massage, but I am about to take this hour to myself with my journal or with a book, you know, yeah. some time doing things that. I enjoy that are fulfilling for you. Yeah. But you're doing it, KK. You're doing an amazing job. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you, Kimmy. Thank you. You've been, you You know, you the best sister ever. You're so supportive, you know, and motivate. you motivate me, Kimmy. You're, you're one of mo motiv motivational force for me. Um, You know, seeing what you do and seeing how you do it with grace. Um, and just seeing how you love your job and how your clients love you. So, um, 
definitely one of my motivational forces as well. So you're, you've done it. You're doing it. You're doing great. I appreciate that, KK. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Of course. Already a good social worker. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to close us out with prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day, Lord God. Thank you for loving us, Jesus. Thank you for being our Father, Heavenly Father. I pray for peace right now, God, in all the areas that we need, Lord God. Courage, strength, Lord God. I pray that you speak with us, Lord God, just during this week, Heavenly Father. Give us guidance, Lord God, and direction on the steps to take, Lord God. I pray that you fill our cup, Heavenly Father. We love you. We thank you. And I lift your name up, Jesus. And these things I pray. In your name, amen.